Welcome to Talking Allergies, the podcast where we talk all things allergies about all types of allergies in all kinds of allergy lives. From food allergies to environmental allergies, special guests, community stories, allergy insights, giveaways and more. This is your allergy podcast for all things allergies. Hi, Melrick. Hi, Grace, and welcome to another episode of Talking Allergies. On this Talking Allergies episode, we're going to talk about anaphylaxis, which is a severe and potentially life-threatening allergic reaction. We're also going to learn more about the Anapen, which is one of the emergency treatments available for anaphylaxis. We start this episode with an important message. If you are experiencing or are in the presence of someone experiencing anaphylaxis, or encountering an immediate serious reaction. This might include difficulty breathing, wheezing, throat tightening, swelling, collapse, or any other serious medical situations. Call or have someone call triple O immediately. Because we are an allergy podcast, we connect you with information and keep you informed on the options available for your allergy life. This includes the treatments we're going to be talking about on this episode, but also things we'll talk about on future episodes. With that in mind, it's really important to speak to a qualified healthcare professional to find out what works best for you or your loved one's allergies. Read labels and follow instructions. That is very important. So Grace, we'll get right into this episode with the first question, which is, what is anaphylaxis? Anaphylaxis, also known as an anaphylactic shock or an anaphylactic reaction is the most severe form and potentially life-threatening allergic reaction that requires immediate treatment and urgent medical attention. The reaction can occur within seconds, minutes or hours after exposure to an allergen. If anaphylaxis is not treated immediately, commonly with epinephrine using an auto-injector, it can and has been fatal. What are some of the symptoms of anaphylaxis? Some symptoms may be characterized by difficult or noisy breathing, swelling of the tongue, swelling or tightness of the throat, difficulty talking and or in a hoarse voice, paleness and floppiness in small children, wheeze or persistent cough, persistent dizziness and or collapse, and in an insect allergy, abdominal pain and vomiting. The validity and severity of these symptoms are dependent on the individual and the level of exposure as determined by a qualified healthcare provider. Anaphylaxis is preventable and treatable. Knowledge and testing are the first forms of prevention. If you or someone you know is suspected of having an allergy that can cause anaphylaxis or an allergy in general, it's really important to reach out to and speak to a qualified healthcare professional this can be a general practitioner and, or an allergy specialist. Um, just speak to an, a qualified healthcare professional that deals with allergies who can help you with treatments and management, including providing you with an action plan in the case of how to manage and deal with an emergency reaction such as anaphylaxis. That is really important, Malwick. And also to note again, knowledge and testing are the first forms of prevention, not only for the person experiencing the allergy, but also the loved ones around them. Now, Grace, we have spoken about this on previous episodes, but you have allergies and are anaphylactic with those allergens. I'm allergic and have anaphylactic reactions to cashews, pistachios, and shellfish. So shellfish includes 
mollusks and crustaceans. So that impacts every part of my life. So I go out and tell people pretty much every day that I have allergies with my allergy card so that they're able to provide food or awareness around allergies. So even if I'm going for a coffee, I will always tell the person that um, at the cafe that I'm allergic, that I present my allergy card, I'll go through with my allergens and whether they have cashew or pistachio milk or nut extracts in the coffee beans, um, but we'll make sure that what's provided to me is as safe as possible or doesn't have my allergen in it. So when you say telling and informing people about your allergies, does that include sort of when you're going on aeroplanes or to hotels as well? Oh, definitely. So aeroplanes, I always email ahead of time and will tell them about my allergies so that they are well aware. Even when I'm checking in, when I check in at the airport, I will tell them again. And then when boarding the plane, again, I will tell them and tell the um, person there as well and then wipe down the seats and do whatever else. In terms of hotels, that's similar. So when you're staying at a hotel, I always tell the hotel prior that I do have an allergy. And that's because, one, if they're cleaning up the room, they'll make special care and attention. Um, if there's any nuts in the room or if someone has eaten um, say cashews or pistachios in the room, or if they're say giving a, a special gift or whatever at the door. Um, I always tell them ahead of time. And then when I actually check in as well. And it's a really good point you bring up about the gifts, especially, you know, so it doesn't matter if you're going to a hotel or so forth. Um, and people love giving gifts, but if you have allergic reactions to allergens in the gifts, um, it's very important to prevent that by telling people about what allergies you have. Um, so even if it's a loved one or a workplace um, that is thinking of giving you a gift, and that could even be like a cake, you know. So whatever it is, informing people about your allergies is so important. And, and not just if you're anaphylactic, but in general, because you can still have a serious and severe reaction without going to anaphylaxis. You could even have an asthmatic reaction, for example, um, whatever it is to prevent you from having that serious reaction, just informing people. Um, and that informing people goes the other way too. If someone informs you about their allergies and their allergens, take them seriously, listen to them and, and consider every situation where they'll be involved if their allergen is present. Gifts are a really important one. So when you're giving gifts to someone um, and they do accept it, it's Important to know that it's not just in food, but also in other items as well, such as cosmetics, hair care products, whatever else. Always check before you do give it to someone. Yeah, and you know, also the other way, not just about the allergies, but also listening to someone if they're saying they're having an allergic reaction, if they've got those symptoms, and even if it's not sounding like it's severe or serious, take them seriously. Um, because we did mention before that, with the reactions that can happen within seconds or minutes or hours. So depending on the onset, you know, it's really important to just bear in mind that this could be a more severe reaction, but to prevent it, take them seriously, listen to them, um, ask them what they normally do in a situation. If they can communicate, uh, follow the action plans or emergency instructions. Sometimes I know I've met a lot of people that just have a piece of paper with them written down on how they deal with it specifically for them. Um, whatever that is, speak to them, communicate as much as you can, but 
help them. That's really important to know, particularly if you are experiencing anaphylaxis or if you're experiencing an allergy reaction in general. Um, I know that my reactions have been slightly different each time depending on the level of exposure, whether it was a trace or whether it was an actual uh, cashew that I had or whatever else. Um, My reactions have been slightly different at the very beginning and the point that I always do is to communicate with the people around me exactly what's going on um, and what I'm feeling at the time because making sure that you're going, okay, this is what I'm currently feeling it's not um, uh, anaphylactic or I don't know exactly what it is, but keep an eye on the symptoms. And if it does get to a serious situation, call triple O immediately and follow your action plan. It's always better to be early with medical treatment um, and calling triple O than to be late. Yes, 100%. Call triple O if you're not sure. Just you know, do what you can as early as possible. Allergies can and have been fatal. And the best thing we can do is to listen and support each other. In, in Whether it's someone telling you they have allergies or telling you they're having an allergic reaction, whichever way it comes in, just listen and support that person. Um, and I'll bring up little kids just as a, another point to refer when listening to people, uh, little kids. And you know, I've spoken to a lot of kids about their allergies as you, Grace. And one of the things that little kids do is sometimes they don't communicate the full details or they don't communicate in a way that you may sort of normally hear about it. Like for example, they'll say, I can't have nuts when they could be referring to peanuts, which aren't typical traditional nuts, tree nuts, which uh, we've spoken about just before, or even coconuts. So they may describe it in different ways, um, but ask them more questions, further explore what they're talking about. Um, and they're always happy to talk about it. Allergy kids are lovely. They're, the cutest and they, they always want to talk about it, but they're, of course, they, they might not want to, they might be shy, they might not be uh, open to it. Um, but if you ask them a little bit more and get them to describe what their actual allergens, allergens are, um, that may help you understand how you can support them too. That's an important point to note. And it can look different in children too. So with anaphylaxis, some children may not come to the people straight away. And it's important to say, People experiencing allergies might experience a few uh, early symptoms and making sure that they communicate those early symptoms with everyone in the room or or a trusted person is the best way to be able to get an understanding of what's currently going on and whether it's progressing and when to actually get medical attention as well. Now, we mentioned before a common and emergency and immediate treatment of anaphylaxis is the administration of adrenaline, also known as epinephrine, which is the first line of treatment. Uh, this is used to treat anaphylaxis as would be advised by an, an individual's qualified healthcare provider. Um, now, in this episode, we met with Amanda, who is the National Anapen Training Manager, to talk to us about Anapen, which is an adrenaline auto-injector used for treating anaphylaxis and is one of the two auto-injectors available for people to use in Australia. It is. And for this episode, I have brought along my Anapen trainer. Well, Grace, that's a nice uh, preview and an introduction to lead into this interview uh, with Amanda um, from Anapen, um, who was absolutely delightful and lovely in showcasing how the Anapen works, so the instructions uh, for administering it. 
Um, also talking about the uh, the jingle. There is a jingle that we'll shortly uh, hear about. Um, and going through some of the questions, including about the doses, for example, and some of the information about the Anapen that will help people understand um, what the Anapen is all about. Sounds very informative. Let's tune in. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for joining us on Talking Allergies, and we're excited to learn about the Anapen and uh, talk more about it. Um, to start off with, uh, what is the name of your organisation and what's your role? Hi, Malric. Um, I work for Aratex Pharmaceuticals, and my role is a national training manager for Anapen. And Anapen is an adrenaline auto-injector, and it's used for the emergency treatment of anaphylaxis. Uh, I offer training support to many different organisations. Um, as you'd know, Malric, when it comes to anaphylaxis, there's multiple touch points throughout our communities when it comes to anaphylaxis. Um, so I guess if I was to give you an example, I support registered training organisations. So think of your first aid trainers, so um, people who might go into schools or businesses and provide education on anaphylaxis. So like your St. John or your Surf Lifesavers. Um, there's lots of these training organisations. Um, I also support people like school nurses and school nurse associations and many other groups because it's really vital that everyone knows how to use an anapen. Certainly. And uh, what does your organisation provide for people with anaphylaxis? Look, we offer them uh, another option of adrenaline auto-injector, anapen. Okay. We have various resources and a website with relevant information. And Aratex also supports these people um, by providing information, resources and training for their healthcare professionals. So we have a field, um, field team out there talking to doctors and nurses every day about managing anaphylaxis and raising further awareness. Wonderful. And uh, what doses are available in Anapen? Ah, good question. So, um, look, we, Anapen has, um, is available rather in three different dose options. I've got um, some with you that I'll, I'll show. Um, so each dose is a different colour label and uh, it makes them more easily distinguished. So when we look at Anapen Junior 150, it's green. Okay, so the device inside will also have a green label on it. The um, Anapen 300 is orange. And again, the device inside will have an orange label. And then additionally, we also have Anapen 500. So here's your Anapen 500 and it's purple. Again, the device inside will have a purple label. And it's your healthcare professional who will decide which dose is right for you. Um, interestingly though, Malric, I'm not sure whether you're aware, but there was an Australian study done and it showed that over 40% of anaphylaxis adult patients um, needed additional doses of adrenaline uh, when in hospital emergency. So we have ASCIA, who's a peak body of allergy and immunology specialists here in Australia and New Zealand, um, and they state that one of the 500 microgram doses of adrenaline, so think of your Anapen 500, um, can potentially prevent the need for further doses, which is really important if you're only carrying one device or if there's any ambulance delays. How long has Anapen been available? So Anapen has been available here in Australia since September 2021, so just over two years but it's been available in Europe for many years. Can you demonstrate on how to use your device, Amanda? Absolutely. So um, I've got the real device here with me and a training device. So first of all, I'll just show you the trainer. So this is the training. Oopsie, I'll just hold it down here so everyone can see. Training device. 
and this is the real device okay so I'll pop them next to one another and you'll notice that the trainer pen is purposely plain to avoid it being mistaken for the real pen during an emergency okay the real pen here um, has instructions on it uh, with pictures on you know showing how to administer so what I might do, Malroke, at this point in time, I'll run through the parts of the pen and I'll use the, the live device for that. So when we're looking at the pen, um, we have a needle end here. It's clearly labelled, okay, and it has a black needle cap, which is used for protection before and after use. Uh, we Moving along here, we have the solution window. So that's just so we can check the adrenaline throughout the year because adrenaline should be clear and colourless. Moving along here, we have what's called the deployment indicator or an injection indicator, and that turns red once the adrenaline's been administered. And then we have the activation end. So we have a red firing button, which is covered with a gray safety cap. Something you might not be aware of is we also have a hard carry case that will be available soon. Um, the carry case includes a QR code because most of us these days carry a phone on us. So the uh, QR code will offer both verbal and written instructions on steps on how to use, and it will also have prompts and functionality to call the, call the emergency services. So it's available in six languages as well. So we have English, Cantonese, Arabic, Mandarin, Punjabi, and Vietnamese. Um, I guess at this point in time, it's probably good to show you how to use an Anapen as well. So for this part, I will obviously use the trainer and um, just remembering, you know, I'm just demonstrating here, for anyone during an anaphylaxis emergency, they will be lying flat. So again, here's my training device. I normally just hold my training device in my hand like so, okay? The first thing we do is we remove the black needle cap. When we do that, inside there, there's a grey needle shield that will also come away. The second step is we remove the grey safety cap from the red firing button and then we place the needle end against the outer part of the thigh, okay? You can go through um, a light layer of clothing and we must avoid pockets and seams. We have a jingle and it says white end on leg, press thumb on red. So we press the red firing button so it clicks, hold for three seconds. One, two, three, and then we we remove. Um, when we remove, we can see the um, injection indicator will have turned red. If it hasn't turned red, we should repeat steps again using another anapen. When the anapen's been removed, there will be a needle that sticks out. So we use the wide end of the black needle cap to cover the needle end. Like so. uh, well, thank you so much for that demonstration. Uh, and what have you learned from training people on Anapen? Look, um, to be honest, I think the biggest thing I've learned is that um, understanding and education, um, since anaphylaxis is so scary, really is key to allay any fear. And it also helps build confidence on an unfamiliar device. It's simply um, just a different device, Malric, um, to what people are used to. So training really is key. Um, I also remind people uh, when we use our trainer, you know, we rebuild it. However, with the live device, those steps are irrelevant, okay? It's a single-use device, so concentrating on the steps to use is the most important element when practicing. Yeah, definitely good to practice uh, on 
how to use it and uh, and also use those trainers. And talking about trainers, Amanda, where can people get trainers and train on the Anapin? Uh, so patients can ask their doctor for an Anapin trainer so they can practice at home and say show their family and friends. Uh, their local pharmacists can also order one in for them. And then when you think of workplaces and schools, they typically purchase their own trainer from Ms. Malrick and will have their own supply. Uh, something you should, or, you know, people should also be aware of is that on the Anapen website, we have a tab on there and it says Explore in 3D. And this is an additional interactive training tool that's available where people can practice the steps on how to use and also receive six monthly training reminders. Um, so I'd encourage everyone to have a look at that. It's really handy and it's always good to explore things in 3D and have a look at it. Um, and does Anapen offer a reminder service? Absolutely. So um, if you go to the Anapen website, so I guess I should mention what that is. It's www.anapen.com.au. Um, and on there, there's a reminders tab. So if you click on that tab, you can sign up and you can receive both device expiry reminders and also training reminders. And it's also a really good tool then um, for schools to use. Yeah, really, really handy tool. And uh, Amanda, where can we learn more about Anapen? Okay, so we have a lot of fabulous information um, on the Anakin website. So I just mentioned that, but again, it's www.anakin.com.au. And I'd encourage everyone to visit the site. Um, your healthcare provider can discuss any additional questions you may have, as well as whether Anakin 500 is the right dose for you. Um, you can also ask your pharmacist about the product. So Malric, there's a mandatory statement that I'll conclude with. And I'm just going to read that out now for everyone. So Anapen contains adrenaline epinephrine as its only active ingredient. Anapen is not a substitute for subsequent emergency medical or hospital care. Call triple zero immediately after administering Anapen. An additional dose of Anapen may be needed while waiting for emergency medical services. Anapen can be obtained from a pharmacy with a prescription or without a prescription where a pharmacist is satisfied the customer has been assessed by an appropriate health practitioner as needing to carry adrenaline, and the health practitioner has provided the customer with a formal action plan for anaphylaxis. Thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate you coming on Talking Allergies. Thank you. That was a lovely interview with Amanda. To find out more about the Anapen, visit www.anapen.com.au or contact us at Allergy Life Australia and we'll point you in the right direction. Amanda was wonderful, Grace, and uh, thank you, Amanda, for your time and we really appreciate you coming on and sharing all that information about the Anapen. In the next episode, we'll be talking more about allergies. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you next time. The discussions on talking allergies are here to support you or your loved one on your journey with allergies. The topics discussed here are not intended as medical instruction or as a substitute for advice by a qualified healthcare provider.